0: Welcome to the True Spirituality with Ange podcast. I'm here to bring you a version of spirituality that will uplift you, inspire you, and make you feel good. Your belief system does not matter. Everyone is welcome. And along the way, I hope I will help you to build your own spiritual blueprint that will make you feel 100% good about yourself. This is what I have done for myself, thanks to my intuition. So come along for the ride. And let's light up the world. You don't need to be religious or even to believe in God. This is an inclusive and diverse space. Let's do this. Hello, everyone. I'm really excited to come for episode 13 of the podcast. And today we're going to talk about what happens when you commit to your spiritual journey. This is a topic that I feel passionate about, first of all, because I've heard so many myths in the spiritual circles. Um, There's really unrealistic expectations. And um, I want to tell you what nobody else is going to tell you, okay? But before, of course, we dive into this topic, we need to understand why would you want to commit to your spiritual journey, right? Why bother? What's in it for you? I have a couple of benefits that I've listed that I want to share with you. First of all, you will experience growth. And growth is amazing. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes there's growing pains. That's why they're called the way they are. But at the end of the day, if you can look back on your life and feel that you have grown as a person, as a soul, then I think you can have the satisfaction that you leave the planet a better person than you've come onto it, if that makes any sense. Although I do believe children are awesome just as they are. And none of us really need to be more perfect than we are. But um, on some level, I think that the earth is a school <laughs> and not the kind of school that we have devised as humans, a much more interesting kind of school. Um, and And if we want to, we can experience growth, okay? I've actually written an article on Medium, and for those of you who don't know yet, I am one of the writers for the Taoist Online um, team about the difference between victim mentality and growth mentality. So if you want to check my profile on Medium, I'm a spiritual lawyer, and there's a fresh article that should come out anytime soon. I don't think it's been... um approved just yet at the time of recording of this episode but I'm pretty sure by Friday it will be when this episode is released. So first benefit of committing to your spiritual journey is growth. The second benefit is you get a sense of purpose and um, you know I want to say life is not all roses and rainbows. Um, There are some challenges that we face, some hardships Uh, some difficult situations, um, you know, we get our hearts broken, all sorts of things can happen. But if you have a sense of purpose, it's something that's going to pull you through all of these happenings. And I want to encourage you to go back to the interview I did with Jose Pereira at the very start of, um, you know, when I launched this podcast. Uh, And Jose did talk about how having a sense of purpose uh, helped him go through the ordeal of being held hostage for five years in conditions that were absolutely grueling. So, uh, you know, if if anything, and I know one person doesn't make a case, but I think that having a sense of purpose, um, he's not the only one, obviously, he's just the, the example I'm using here to illustrate my point. Uh, but I think that um, it says a lot about how much having a purpose can make a difference in our lives. So it's episode three, if you wanted to go and listen to to Jose. Um, But it also can give you a sense of peace. You know, we are pulled into uh, quibbles, you know, little arguments with people. But when we have a sense of the bigger picture, we can put things in perspective. And that brings a lot of peace in our life. Of course, one of the aspects is also that you have more meaning in your life. And uh, meaning is important. Now, I haven't read um, Jose's favorite book by, and I have to quite try and remember the name of this author. Oh, my God, this is where I um, I wish I had a better, I think it's Frank, Frank something... Oh, gosh, I'll put it in the show notes if I remember it. Anyway, um, it's it's a book that was written by a Holocaust survivor. Again, he was talking about how meaning saved his life and, and changed everything for him. It's also going to help you let go of things a lot easier. And I think on our path, we need to let go of a lot of things. We need to let go of resentment. We need to let go of... Sometimes expectations and committing to your spiritual journey is going to help you with that. It's also going to improve your relationships, because when you are committed to your spiritual journey, you can be the bigger person. That doesn't mean that you allow people to walk all over you, but that means that you can be the bigger person and, and decide not to engage in conflict, for example, um, to choose your battles, but also to set healthy boundaries. It also gives you a sense of connection, whether it's a connection to other people, whether it's connection to nature, whether it's connection to something bigger than us. Um, that sense of connection is really important for our well-being as human beings. It's going to help you to make better decisions as well. It also, and this is my take on it, it can make life a lot more fun, Right. It also has a positive impact on your lifestyle. So there's all these reasons why we should commit to our spiritual journey. And if you find another one that I haven't listed, or if you want to share one that I haven't listed, please uh, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or Facebook, which are the two platforms that I spent most of my time uh, professionally, uh, either as Ange de Lumière on Facebook and the same thing actually on, on LinkedIn. And let me know if you have one that you have missed, and I'll happily add it to um, to my list so that people can, can benefit from it. And I will say one more thing is that it helps with resilience, okay? Um, and I hope this has convinced you to commit. Either way, I'm still going to talk to you about what will happen if you commit, Um, But I want to mention here before we dive into the meat of this episode that um, people usually believe that being spiritual rests on three pillars and it's what every other spiritual teacher seems to teach. So I want to mention it here. Uh, And the three pillars are meditation, gratitude and forgiveness. Right. Right. And whether I, I do actually believe it's really good to have a regular practice, I want you to be careful about toxic positivity within these three pillars. And toxic positivity is something I'm going to be making a, an entire episode about. Um, so watch out for that one. But what I want to say here is um Be aware that deep work is needed, okay? And go back to episode four of this podcast where I give you the six essential things that you really need on your spiritual journey. And they're not the three pillars that people constantly um, mentioned. Um, as the essential um, essentials on your spiritual journey, okay? I'm, I'm a different kind of spiritual teacher. I want you to be grounded. I want you to be practical, but I also want you to go deep. Surface level is never going to um, to do anything for you. So what people think will happen is quite different from what is likely to happen. So first I'm going to talk about what people think will happen. And we are quite naive in the way that we think. And I have to say, i was naive myself so if you feel that this is triggering you or making you uncomfortable please just know that i i was just like you i had these unrealistic expectations um and and i've learned from experience you know i've been on this path now for i would say the better part of 20 25 years um and i'm coming from this place of wisdom without judging but with the you know, the desire to share from my heart everything that I've learned so that it can help you on your path, okay? So what people think um, that will happen is that they won't have any more problems, that they'll have endless prosperity and they'll be happy, 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 right? What will really happen is they're likely to lose their job or have a health crisis or maybe their relationship will fall apart. Why is that? But the reason is the moment you become serious about your spiritual journey, the big you will say, okay, I hear you, this is where you need to do the work. So it will bring up every single aspect of your life that is not aligned and ask you to align it. So for me, I literally lost my job within months of training as a Reiki one practitioner. And I believe for my my part, as I know a lot about Reiki now, being a Reiki master now, that the Reiki energy, when you decide to train in Reiki, is an energy that is going to cleanse and even purge your entire life of things that don't work out. So be prepared. And I'm I'm hoping that this is not going to discourage you. It is a good thing, but sometimes we lack the courage to make the decisions that we need to make. And the spiritual journey requires a lot of courage. Right. And I I literally last week, even I mentioned that in a conversation I had with someone, I believe that courage needs to come before confidence. You don't know if you're up to doing something. You don't know um, if you're going to be able to to manage a certain challenge, but you have to have the courage to do it anyway. And it's through stepping into courage that you actually build your confidence because when you're on the other side of that challenge, you'll realize, oh my God, I did it. Whereas you when you started, you didn't think that you had it. So it's a it's a fine balance between confidence and courage, but I I absolutely believe that courage needs to come first. So I lost my job. That was my first step on my spiritual journey. And I lost my job because I trained in Reiki. My job wasn't aligned with me at the time. And, and believe me, it was stressful because I didn't just lose my job. I lost my job as a single mom, as in a pregnant woman, with a boyfriend who at the time didn't want the child. So we were, during the entire pregnancy, every other day, he would say, I want to stay, I don't want to stay, I stay, I want to stay. And that that was awful. So. What really is happening here, and that's what I want to talk to you about, is that you are going to start on your hero's journey. And If you haven't heard the expression before, it's an expression that was coined by Joe Campbell. Um, He was a brilliant mythologist. And Joe Campbell was, um, I really encourage you to watch a series of interviews with Joe and Bill Moyers called The Power of Myth, because it's absolutely brilliant. And in it, he explains what the hero's journey is in words that I probably could never match because he had a magic way of telling the tales and he had such a depth of knowledge into the entire mythology. Uh, He was a professor. But um, from this... People have listed 12 typical steps that the hero's journey will take you on. And what I love about Joe Campbell's work is that he describes us as the heroes of our own lives. And it doesn't matter if we have a cape, if we wear an armor and a sword, or if we are just a parent trying to do the best for our child. We are all heroes in our own rights. And I will say, even if you run a cafe in a neighborhood, with the intent of creating community. That is a hero's journey as well. There's not a hero's journey that's better than the other because you will only know if you've completed your your journey, your purpose, whatever it is that you've come to do, when you leave this planet and you do the soul review that um, so many people have written about, especially people who regress people into past lives and in between lives. And I think I I mentioned Michael Newton before. Great author to read. As you might have guessed, I'm passionate about promoting true spirituality in all areas of life, which is why I created the True Spirituality Summit in July 2023. Seven amazing speakers joined me to talk about true spirituality within relationships, creativity, health, money, self love parenting and trauma and healing the summit is free so why don't you check it out on the thinkific platform i am the spiritual lawyer there and the url is https column two forward slash spiritual lawyer in one word dot so let's go into the 12 steps um, I also want to say that this, these 12 steps, which have been simplified into seven steps by Christopher Vogler, who's um, uh, someone who teaches how to write stories in Hollywood, is that these are the 12 steps that are underline or underpin any good story. So these are steps that you will have actually experienced firsthand in the storytelling of most of Hollywood's best um, best films but also in a lot of the Disney films it's it's very much um, structured around this because it's brilliant and it makes sense and it speaks to every single one of us we are constantly pulled into these um hero's journeys and I want to say sometimes your hero's journey is going to be about one aspect of your life and then you'll go into a cycle and start another journey for another kind of learning so um let's get into those 12 steps so that you understand them better the first step is the call to adventure. So something happens in your life that is going to take you out of your comfort zone or that is going to upset the apple cart, that is going to change your life. Because life is about change. And as much as we hate change as people, we are preachers of habits, life uh, wouldn't be what it is without constant change. You know, our cells are constantly being replaced, even though we look the same. We are changing all the time. Um, So we need to understand change, we need to embrace change, and we need to accept it as an opportunity for growth, adventure, um, and for trusting ourselves that we can deal with it. Does that make any sense? Um, That's why very often I'm I'm aggravated by people who keep on saying, oh, in my days or when I was younger, things were better. No, they were better. They They weren't better. They were different. And if you can't adapt to what society or what is happening in society, if you can't adapt to new generation, people challenging the way you think, then you're just an old dinosaur. And, and regardless of what age you are, because um, I want to share a little anecdote. My first husband and I were exactly the same age, but I think he was probably mentally 30 years older than I was. Um, so I don't want to make this into an age battle between young people and older people. I want you to keep a young mind. And a young mind is a plastic mind that constantly adapts and welcomes change. Now, Let's be realistic. We don't always welcome change. I'm going through a massive divorce at the moment. I mean, of course, it's only one divorce. It's more than anybody else's divorce, but it is big. And um, to be honest, I would have preferred to have a happy relationship that lasted till the end of my life. So it's not something that I really welcome, but it's happening. So I have to embrace it and I have to turn it into an opportunity rather than feel sorry for myself. Does that make sense? So it's likely that your spiritual journey is going to start with a crisis, right? For me, it was in, I would say, approximately the year 2000 when my health was impacted in such a bad way that I brushed death three times in five months. It was um, dramatic. It was scary. But it showed me that I had to do some massive changes in my life if I wanted to survive. And I did. And of course the first thing I did was to leave my first husband. So um, here's the cycle. Um, but I want to share a story about the call to adventure from one of my clients, um, my first clients coming from LinkedIn, who was a partner in a law firm. And for him, the call to action, the call to adventure, something that completely changed his life, was his sister dying by suicide. Suddenly his life was completely shattered, understandably, uh, but it actually led him to try to understand the bigger purpose, try to seek some meaning into what was happening to get some comfort. And um, and he was one of the most spiritual um, law partners that I've ever met. It was remarkable. You might be losing your job or your house, you know. Um, I'm sure you've heard of Eckhart Tolle, who became homeless, and he's now – a very wealthy man and one of the leading spiritual um, teachers of our times. But it could be just a dream. It doesn't have to be that dramatic. I will say, though, that the call to adventure will be as dramatic as... um, how little you've listened to the call. So I have this theory, and I know other people have shared um, that they had similar um, views on the subject, that the universe will start whispering in your ear that you need to make some changes, and then it'll speak louder and louder, and then if you really don't listen, it'll start throwing bricks at you. So it's much easier to take the time to be quiet, to listen to your inner guidance, to listen to the whispers of the universe, so you don't have such dramatic happenings in your life. But, you know, there's no judgment for me in whether if you haven't listened to it and and if suddenly you're facing a massive crisis. All I want to say is um, be kind to yourself uh, and and try to embrace that growth mentality. The second step is called... um, Crossing the threshold. So you have to leave the world as you know it. You have to leave that behind and you have to embrace the unknown. And believe me, you, I know embracing the unknown is super hard. I struggle with it every day. Uh, But there are people who will refuse to cross that threshold. There are people who are refusing the call. And so they will try desperately to go back to what life was like before what happened. Uh, But I need to say it never quite works. But still, there is that opportunity because we have free will. Nobody will ever force us to uh, make those changes, go on these adventures. It's up to us. Right. Step number three is meeting a mentor. Now, I'm going to say tongue in cheek. Luckily, you have me. I am so happy to be a spiritual mentor for all of my clients and for you on the podcast who are listening to these episodes. But for um, for myself, I waited for the longest time to meet a mentor. And I lamented the fact that I didn't have a spiritual mentor until I realized that it was my children who came as my spiritual mentors. They taught me everything that was important. And I will be doing an episode on children at some point on the podcast, as some of these children are so wise. Um, and so my four children have come definitely as my spiritual teachers. Um, mentors can also sometimes come as this um, pesky person that is making your life hell because they are here to teach you something. So it's not always that, you know, the loving or wise person that comes into your life and, and guides you gently. Sometimes it can be your worst enemy that's your mentor in a twisted sort of way. And I will say, even though I don't consider my mom as my worst enemy, she's definitely a mentor. In the negative sense of the word, that by observing what she was doing, I was very clear on what I would never do, especially as a mother. So mentors can come in all sorts of shapes and forms and and personalities and etc. So point number four, step number four, is the point of no return. That's when you embark on that journey and you meet tests, trials and challenges, okay? One of these uh, points of no returns for me, and I talk about it in my memoir, um, that's going to hopefully come out next year in 2024, called Spiritual Lawyer. One of these um, points of no return was when I went to go for a psychic reading with a medium in the UK, a couple of years after I moved to the UK. And and the reader told me that I had angel dust coming out of my hands. Now, this wasn't a fun moment for me. I was actually... um, triggered by it uh, I thought I didn't believe her I still don't believe her to this day uh, but it was a point of no return because it forced me to think in completely different ways step number five is you um, having test allies and enemies so um I, I could give you some examples of how it's happened for me, but I don't think there's much point doing that because I want to keep this episode fairly short. And I can see we're already on the 22 minute mark, um, but this is all about the adventure, the journey. And, and of course, some things are going to challenge us, but unless we're challenged, we don't actually know how much we're capable of. Then at one point, you are going to enter the cave, which is step number six, which is the darkest point of your journey. and what it's meant to do is to crack the shelf, the shell sorry of your false identity. unless you put under pressure you will not step to your true potential. So that's what the cave does and sometimes we have to hit some really really low moments in order for that to happen and to drop whatever it is, um, you know, your false identity, your ego, the things that you no longer need. It's a bit like if you are familiar with the tower, it's a bit like that tower card moment when everything falls out of the tower. Um, and uh, but that's that's actually needed uh, for us to be able to move forward. Then step number seven is the ordeal. It's going to be the major obstacle or enemy on your journey. And step number eight is going to be the reward, because thanks to the ordeal and the cave and the test and the mentor and everything else, you are going to gain an insight that is going to be incredibly valuable in your life moving forward. You are transformed. okay, and it's going to help you for the rest of your journey. So that can be knowledge, that can be an insight, that can be an object, depending on on who you are and what, what your journey is. And then from step nine to step 12, you're making the journey back to home. So nine, you are still going to have those obstacles on your way back, but they're different kinds of obstacles. And probably they're easier because you have that insight, that knowledge that gives you the strength and the uh, perspective to be able to Sail through it a lot easier. I would say probably the first part of the journey to- towards them um, until step number eight is more like climbing the mountain. Whereas on your way back, you're walking down the mountain, right? There's still rocks, there's still, you know, <laughs> turns and twists, but it's a lot easier. Number 10 is the resurrection. That's when you actually embody the transformation. Okay. So up to then, um, you you understood the insight, but you didn't actually embody it. You didn't actually um, do. So I'm just kind of looking quickly. I'm missing step 11 12. Um Well, let's say it's 10. So and then, of course, 11 is when you go back to the familiar, your old life, and then you integrate it and share it with other people. I'm going to say these are the last two steps. So I want you to understand that you are the hero uh, of your own life. And I want you to look back on your life and analyze maybe some of the key points in your life or the key challenges that you've been through and see how this model can apply to what's happened to you. And look forward, if you commit today, thanks to this episode, to another hero's journey because adventure is always fun. And I love, one of my favorite cards in the tower is the, is the Fool card. I love the Fool card because he goes on this adventure he has that little pouch, you know, on his shoulder with the minimum that he needs for his journey. And he's about to walk above that cliff as if the cliff was going to extend and carry it, him through or him or her. Actually, they're, they're pretty neutral, gender neutral. Let's call them they. I like the gender neutral Um, um vocabulary so they are ready for the journey obviously they're not gonna jump off the cliff this is not a place where you take risks or you put your life in danger but they trust that they will get the right information they'll be guided and that they'll know what the next step is on the journey and that's where i want you to be okay I also want you to look at every experience that you have, knowing that you have a choice between feeling like a victim or feeling like an empowered person. And it is easy to fall into the victim mentality. Uh, and wear your hardship like a badge of honor or to think poor me when something bad happens to you Um, but I really want you to well honor your feelings anyway if you feel bad and if you feel like a victim that can be a first step if you squash that energy if you squash those feelings you're not going to be able to move into the growth mindset but know that there's another step that is going to come in and maybe reach out to someone who can help you reach that that step or teach you how to um, have a growth mindset okay I want to mention one thing uh, at this point um, before I finish the episode which is going to finish in a couple of seconds is that if you are at at that sort of part of your journey where you're feeling really challenged or you feel like you really need a mentor I have uh, an offer a beautiful offer called a sage in your pocket and I will be sharing the link in the show notes um, so that you can explore that offer and see if it works for you. I only have two spots for this offer at the moment because I have limited capacity to work uh, with clients. Um, so if, if that really speaks to you and you want to have that extra support, um, check the link in the show notes. Um, and I can't wait to talk to you again in a week's time. Have a wonderful week. Bye for now. Listening to the True Spirituality with Ange podcast. I want you, before you go, if I could ask you to be kind enough to rate the podcast and write a review so that more people get to know about the podcast. Please also, if possible, share the episodes with people you think might be interested in listening to them, especially if you've liked them a lot. And um, understand that I'm also available to come and do um, expert talks um, to your communities, your memberships on either intuition in business, spirituality in business, mindset, um, energy, prosperity, and intuition. Thank you so much for listening.